Hello, world. You're listening to the Cash All Podcast. Technology integrates with every aspect of our lives. Computing, entertainment, gaming, education, and much more. Here to discuss all of it is your host, Brandon Peterson. It's never a great thing at school when you have something out of the blue come up and it kind of disrupts your schedule or your lesson plan for the day. Or if you have someone get a hold of you, hey, uh, graphic design students, this would be a really good project for you guys to just work on in class right now. Like, okay, yeah, I'll just put everything down what we originally had planned, you know, our, our standards and all the things that we have to get through for this random occurrence. You know, it's, it's not really a good thing. But recently, there was something going on in the tech world that actually came up at the most perfect time. And it was the Apple event for March 8th. It started at 12 o'clock our time. And that's like right at the beginning of my third period class, IT Fundamentals, where we talk hardware and operating systems. Is that unbelievable or what? I'm not an Apple person by any stretch of the imagination. I'm a PC computer user. And I'm an Android phone user. I like I like those styles better. I think you get more power out of a PC. But I know a lot of my listeners are from the Apple neck of the woods. And you enjoy your iPhones. And you enjoy your MacBooks and your iPads, all that stuff. And so I thought, hey, let's talk about this. Let's give some content for the Apple fans out there. A lot of teachers really enjoy their Apple computers. So to start off with, did you know that Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak, the creators of the first Apple computer, actually met, they were introduced to each other by Nolan Bushnell from Atari from back in the day. They invented the game Breakout together. Pretty sweet. Maybe you didn't know that. Something kind of cool like how that Silicon Valley all works where it's just like this melting pot of mines and you, something doesn't work out in one area, they go into another area. This person goes from one area and goes into the same area. Those two have a conversation and and who knows what can come out of that. You always have this this fresh input of ideas and it's a pretty cool thing. Well, March 8th, Apple had an event. It was a virtual event. And we were able to watch it in class, discuss it a little bit amongst the students. And um, I don't know. I thought thought there were some good things that Apple had to talk about. So here, I'm going to share the highlights of it. So the early on, they talk about Apple TV, gave a little update about it, uh, talked about original content like Coda and Tragedy of Macbeth and a show called Spirited. Uh, they talked about Friday Night Baseball with Major League Baseball. Assuming that Major League Baseball actually has a season this year, who knows? So that that might have been all for nothing. And just some of the content that's available on that streaming service. No Ted Lasso announcements? Bruh, I love Ted Lasso. If you do not watch Ted Lasso, you need to give it a try. It is awesome. That's the whole reason why... Uh, we got that subscription to that Apple TV. Uh, Ted, Lo- Ted Lasso is awesome. Uh, once they were done talking about Apple TV, 
we get to the Apple iPhone. Apple iPhone 13 Pro in alpine green. Hey, there you go. If you if you need to have the same phone but in a different color, that's available to you soon. It's coming out soon. It did look like a pretty nice color of green. As an Eagle fan, I give a little, little more appreciation for things that are green. In other news, the Apple iPhone SE is going to feature the A15 Bionic chip. In addition to the budget-friendly phone, um, having this increase of power to it, it also has its tougher glass that the other phones have um, that it's going to use. Uh, it also has some improvement for water and dust resistance. And the phone is also going to support 5G connectivity. So that kind of more budget-friendly option of the iPhone, it's got some camera updates that's going to be made. It's going to be $429, available March 18th. That might be something if you if you like to have the cheaper iPhone or if you're just kind of looking to maybe get into the iPhones. Maybe you want to try one out but not pay for the for the more expensive model. See if you like it. Uh, this might be for you, this iPhone SE with the A15 Bionic chip. You might want to check that out or research it out online. Something to keep an eye out for. Um, our family, well, we don't. My daughter has an iPad. Uh, so the iPad Air, though, uh, is going to start containing the new, or going to start containing the M1 chip, which is a big deal. Uh, Apple states that it's going to be two times faster than any Windows laptop in its price range. We'll see. It's a pretty bold statement. I'd be curious to see some comparisons when this releases. Uh, the iPad Air is going to have a liquid retina display. It's going to have a new 12-megapixel ultra-wide front-facing camera. And it features that center stage function that keeps all the subjects in frame. So if you're trying to record a presentation and you don't want to be right up next to the iPad, that could be something that's useful. Or if you're having a big group that's maybe doing a family uh, chat online, uh, you know, getting the FaceTime and all that. That might be something that is beneficial to you. Uh, you're going to be able to develop and submit Swift projects from the iPad Air, straight from that iPad Air, straight to the App Store. And I mention that because Swift is the language, the computer language, that's used by Apple for building apps for the iOS, uh, for the Apple TV, for the Apple Watch, all those, all those Apple products. And base salary for a Swift designer, or for a Swift developer, I'm sorry, ranges from $72,000 a year, with the average base salary being 85000 Just for starting to be able to code with Swift, there's a ton of openings for, uh, for this also. Uh, so that's, you know, it may be kind of a niche market, but I think it's something to look into with that as a, as a fan of coding. The reason why I would maybe get an Apple computer or an iPad Air uh, would be to practice with the Swift programming and to see what I could create with that for the different devices. Uh, the iPad Air will start as low as $599 and is available March 18th. So keep an eye out for that also. 
iPad Air. Very lightweight, uh, very powerful in this case. Uh, Apple released information about their new chip, the M1 Ultra, which is their highest end um, CPU that they have, their highest end chip for their, their devices that you can possibly get. Uh, essentially, this is created with two M1 chips that are able to be connected with what they call an ultrafusion architecture, which allows them to make connections and and like share information and computations, what have you, between those chips at a very high speed. And the and the software only recognizes it recognizes it as one chip. Uh, the M1 Ultra is a 20-core processor. And so when it's when they say 20-core, it's not like an actual regular PC, like when you think of a core. Basically, they have 16 performance cores, um, but then which handle like the high-performance tasks. But then there's four efficiency cores, which are things that don't require a lot of power that can move in the background. And it is kind of an interesting concept that Apple's been doing this for a while. Um, and I think it, in a way it does, or it does allow those chips to be more efficient than what you'd have with a PC because things that require a lot of horsepower, it's getting used. Stuff that's not is being used by less power and it makes it more efficient and more energy efficient too. So that is kind of a cool technology that they have with that. Uh, there's a 64-core GPU included with that. Um, and the computer can have up to 128 gigabytes of RAM, which is pretty substantial, I would say. Obviously, with that, there's going to come a cost with those things. Uh, in addition to the power, it's more efficient, like I said, in terms of power usage. Finally, uh, towards the closing of the show... Apple unveiled their new desktop, which they call the Mac Studio, and said this could be used for anything. It could be used in science. It could be used for uh, creating cinema. It could be used for graphic design, all those type of things. And looked pretty impressive. Uh, looks like basically like a Mac Mini with all this power in it. Uh, it has on the front of it some easy access in addition to all the connectivity in the back. So there's like the USB and stuff on the on the back side, uh, Ethernet connectivity back there as well, a uh, place for, for all the stuff that you would normally have. In the front, there's some USB-C ports and also an SD card reader uh, that makes it easy to access and, and useful when you're uh, trying to hook up things to it if you need to get data from a thumb drive or or from an SD card from your camera or whatever. Uh, you can do that there. It's Like I said, it's it reminded me of a Mac Mini with a small footprint. They said it's 7.7 inches square for the base, and it's 3.7 inches tall. So that's going to fit beneath most displays. Um, the M1 processor equipped Mac Studio will cost $1,999 while the M1 Ultra version, that new M1 Ultra card that I told you about just a moment, will cost $3,999. So pretty pricey 
even the one with just the regular M1 processor, not the Ultra, uh, substantially faster than any other Apple that's ever been created. And obviously the M1 Ultra, they make statements like it's the most powerful computer at this price range. Yada, yada, yada. So whether that all ends up to be true, who knows? It, it remains to be seen. But something to keep an eye out for um, with that. I mean, in my opinion, you know, I, I have a lot of friends who say, well, I like to use Apple for my graphic designing. And, and they don't really have a lot of graphic power to them. I can get a lot more done and handle a lot larger jobs with my PC that I built uh, than any Apple and so, like, to have something like this where people are Apple fans and they want to be able to make some very huge projects, uh, something that that should be kind of exciting for them. Maybe not with a price tag, but but for the technology, anyways, I think it's I think it's pretty cool. Uh, they talked about an Apple Studio display that's going to be available. Also, twenty-seven inch display with essentially what is a 5k resolution the display contains an a13 processor built into it uh, so that it can power the processing for the center stage filter that's filter that's also going to be used on the computer um, it's got a 12 megapixel front-facing camera also uh, so you have all of that there's some USB-C ports there's a Thunderbolt port on the monitor and it has built-in speakers. They said there's six built-in speakers on the reverse side of that monitor. Um, also, they said that this computer is going to be able to run even apps from phones. So like any any kind of Apple device is going to be able to be run on that computer and, and with that display. Obviously, the display is optional. Um, you can connect, I believe, up to four of these displays with that Mac Studio. Although you may not want to purchase four of those because uh, the displays are $1,599 each. So we're talking like $6,600, somewhere around there, uh, if, you, if you want just one monitor with the higher-end version of that computer. So there you have it. New phone colors, upgraded budget-friendly iPhone SE, I think that one's notable. Uh, the M1 iPad Air, I think that's notable. The M1 Ultra Trip, Ultra Chip, I'm sorry. The M1 Ultra Chip and the Mac Studio Desktop and that display. Uh, what do you all think about this? I'd be curious to know. To me, Apple is always compelling, but the price and questions of actual performance kind of keep me away from it. I just haven't ever really been a huge Apple fan. Although, um, you know, I started kind of learning about computers, getting excited about computers in middle school, and we had we had Macintosh computers there. Um, a budget option to learn Swift programming is something that I'm interested in. So maybe one day a Mac Mini, maybe the cheaper version of the Mac Studio would be something that I would be interested in. And you know what? Kind of going back, the program that we used uh, mostly, like when we learned how to use computers in in middle school, was HyperCard. So Apple, I'm sure you're all listening right now, you Apple CEOs and all that. You really want to get me to buy an Apple computer? 
enough messing around. And one of these events, I want to hear the announcement of the revival of HyperCard. You announce that, and I, I promise you right now, you have my word, I will buy an Apple computer that day just to make stuff with HyperCard again. Greatest program or greatest application ever made in the history of the world, in my opinion. And, and we just don't let people use it anymore. It's a shame. It's a shame. Uh, so how about you all? Is there anything you're excited about with this Apple announcement? Are you going to get any of these new devices soon? Are you going to do you already have it pre-ordered by the time that this podcast is released? Or are you going to kind of wait, take the wait and see approach? Or are you a little skeptic like I am? Um, if you want, shoot me a message on Twitter at Code Peterson. Let me know what you think. Or find any other way to get a hold of me on my website, Code Peterson, P-E-T-E-R-S-E-N. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review if you like what you heard. For other content, you can follow me on Twitter at Code Peterson.